As I was praying about what scripture to give you this morning, I uh, wrestled with, you know, it's, it's the end of the last year going into the new year, and there are so many passages that deal with new, uh, putting off the old, welcoming in the new, having a good, come on in, amen, <laughs> amen, having a, having a new uh, beginning, and so I, I, mean, I really wrestled with it, and I came up with what was really my... Um, one of my favorite psalms, which is not a psalm that you would pick if you were thinking, what's a great verse for kicking off the new year or ending the last year? But it's a psalm that I think is one of the most beautiful psalms, and it's a psalm that every one of us in here who are followers of Jesus Christ can relate to. It's a song of brokenness. It's a psalm that David wrote after Nathan, the prophet, had confronted him about his sin with Bathsheba. When he had come and he told him that, that he knew that he had committed adultery and that he had worked to kill uh, Bathsheba's husband and that he was in sin. And David, instead of making excuses, instead of uh, trying to rationalize out his sin, he was broken over it. And he writes this psalm, it's Psalms 52, and uh, it's my prayer for you this year, and you'll see why as I read it. Uh, my prayer for me, you know, we come up with these, well, what's your word for the year? What's your verse for the year? Uh, well, this is my prayer, that you would have this type of heart for God and what God would have for you in the new year. This is Psalm 52, and I know we started in 9 in your order of worship. I'm going to go all the way back to verse 3. It says, For I know my transgressions, and my sin is always before me. For against you and you alone have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. See, it's the idea there that God sees what we're doing. It says, My sin is not against anyone else. It's against you, God. It breaks the heart of a holy and righteous God. So that you are proved right when you speak and you are justified when you judge. For surely I was sinful at birth and sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Surely do you desire truth in the inner parts for you teach me wisdom in my innermost place. He says, clean me with hyssop and I will be clean. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness and let the bones you have crushed rejoice. For hide your face from my sins and blot out my iniquity. It's a picture of repentance. It's a picture of the idea that when we sin, when we disappoint God, our heart is to be repentant, to turn from our sin, to turn from those attitudes, those actions that break the heart of a holy God. And it's a perfect picture of him saying, God, I repent. I know it was me. I know what I did broke your heart, and I want to change. But this is why repentance is so important. For create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. And do not cast me away from your presence, or take your Holy Spirit from me. For restore to me the joy of your salvation, and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. For then, after I've been restored, I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners will turn back to you. You see, true repentance always leads to renewal. He says, renew in me that joy. Some of you this morning, you've lost that joy. You've lost that excitement for who God is and what God has done in your life and what God wants to do in your life. You've missed it. Well, it doesn't start by praying, God, revive me. It starts by praying repentance. God, I'm brokenhearted over the things that break your heart. God, forgive me for my disobedience. But restore to me because always true repentance will lead to restoration. And restoration will always lead to revival. It'll always lead to a personal revival in your heart. You want to experience revival in 2024. You want God to renew in you. Do something new. Restore that passion for him. Passion to read his word, to worship, to celebrate what he's doing. It starts with repentance. 
But then he ends there by saying, why do I want to be renewed? Why do I want to be restored? So that I might teach others about who you are. Because renewal will always motivate you to shine the light of Jesus Christ to those around you. See, this year, my prayer is for revival. I know it's going to be a crazy year. It's an election year. And we've already got all the the distractions and all the, the division going on in our country. People say, well, if only so-and-so gets elected or if only this party comes into power or if this happens, then then this is going to help us. No, our only hope for a nation is for revival. And revival starts in the church. And it starts when the people in the church repent of their apathy, repent of their lack of caring for those around us. Because it's in that repentance that God will renew the church, restore the church to what it's supposed to be. And then we will experience revival, not just in my life, not just in your life, but in our cities and in our towns and in our nations. That's my prayer for 2024. Let's pray.